Hi, this is Pauline, and I'm here with Denise because you don't know how to say her name without me saying something. Shut up. Um, it's one of those days, everyone. Uh, we're going to talk about a few things. First, um, we're not little kids. I know our voice sounds like we are. We've heard our voice. <laughs> we're over the age of 30. We're not little. We're not young. And we're not blonde hair, blue eyed, little yippy yappy people. But anyway, we're going to talk about abuse today or addiction. Addiction um, with anything. I mean, addiction can be you're addicted to money, you're addicted to drugs, you're addicted to alcohol, you're addicted to sex, you're addicted to TV, food. you're addicted to food. So, if anybody does have an addiction, and, and people treat you different, it's not cool because you can't help it once it becomes an addiction. It's an illness that you actually need help with. Um, I guess I'll start. Um, I had an addiction to money at one time um, my body was addicted to pills because I had gotten sick and was on treatment for a long time and they had given me these stupid pain pills and I had to get off of them and when I did um, after a lot of other stuff happened that I'll get to later on in a couple of the podcasts um, I got addicted to um, money um but it didn't start out that way it just started out as a way to uh support myself <clears throat> and do what i wanted to and then i was making so much money i became addicted to it and um actually it was illegal and i ended up in prison for it um i wasn't i wasn't stealing or anything i was <laughs> in the drug world um doing stuff that i shouldn't have been doing but I was making a lot of money and it was it was addicting um, and I did serve time for it and you know now that I'm out and I've been out for a while a long time um, I got out in 2013 beginning of 2014 I think and um, I've done good since. Um, it, it takes either someone going to get medical help or psychiatric help or being locked up to stop something if you don't have the willpower to stop it yourself. And um, some people do, some people don't. And I thought I was queen of the world. But I know now that um, the only thing that matters is if you have good people in your life and your family. And that's what I'm enjoying is I have my parents, and my kids, my husband. I have my all my family and friends back in my life. Whenever it started out, I didn't have hardly any of them. Um, they were trying to show me tough love 
and they showed it to me. And back then, I thought it was being just hateful, but it's not. It's actually, I mean, they can't do nothing about it. They just throw their hands up. There's nothing else you can do. But <clears throat> I learned a lot, seen a lot, and did a lot. And I think it made me a better, wiser person. Um, I know what I want out of life now and what I don't want. And I appreciate the people that are in my life that do love me and that do help support everything that I want to do. And I try um, to give the same advice and do the same thing, you know, with kids. My kids, but some of them don't see it that way, just like I didn't. But one day, hopefully, they will. But... I'm just hoping that, you know, people do not judge you and um, automatically put you in that corner that you're this bad person because, you know, you have that addiction or you went to prison or something like that when you're not because something takes control of you. And when you get rid of it, you're not that same person anymore. You're back to being yourself. And people shouldn't hold that against you because you, it, you went down a different path for a while. Um, now, if you stayed on that and you become a thief and a liar and a killer and all that stuff, I could understand. But when you're trying and addiction has a hold of you, you need help. And when you get that help, no one should judge you afterwards after you've come so far to get off of it or away from it and you're done. So that is some of my story. So now you're going to listen to Denise's story. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Just so everybody knows, <clears throat> my mom knows most of it. It took over 20 years to repair my relationship with my mom. My siblings, we love each other, but there's a lot of unspoken animosity for my actions in the past. I was addicted to anything and everything I could get my hands on. Drug-wise, I drank. Um, I lied, cheated, stole from my own family. I left home a month after I turned 18 because my mom put her hands on me and for the first time in my life I fought back and I hit my mom. Uh, at the age of 18 I was homeless out on my own. I scored a hit of heroin and because I wanted to be numb and not feel anything I overdosed and I did die. Luckily, I was brought back, but I had a long road ahead of me. Uh, the withdrawals were horrific, and I substituted drugs for the alcohol, and that started a new addiction. And it is very, very hard to admit when you're deep in your addiction that you have an addiction. You don't want to feel it. You don't want to know anything. And for a lot of us, we are coming from a place of hurt. Anger, resentment, abuse, feeling alone, depressed. There's a lot of things that stem into becoming an addict. And nobody tells you 
that when we do it, it's not because somebody put a gun to our head. No, we don't choose to be addicts. But we do choose to use. Um, and if you have an addict in your life, I'm going to make a suggestion. No, you cannot save them. They have to want to quit for themselves. They have to see what happens and they have to hit rock bottom. And rock bottom is flat on your face with nobody there. I can tell you that was one of the hardest lessons I had to learn. But I had to learn it. Uh, my mom definitely gave me tough love. My siblings did. And no, I can't make up for what I did. But I can only be better than I was then. You know, there's always tomorrow. And if you're addicted, um, I'm sorry. Because I know how hard it is. Oh, we got to change places, babies up. Which is my little baby. My grandson. Are really badass of a child. This is Yuri. Hello, baby. Our baby. And hopefully we break the generational traumas and this new generation doesn't go through it like we did. I had an addiction of food. I got 300 pounds and I lost it. I've also, you know, had an addiction to being skinny because I was told I was fat. And I ended up anorexic and bulimic. I, you know, not so much money, but drugs, alcohol, food. I think when we, it all boils down to, and this is what I truly think. Unless you've actually been in the place of an addict, you cannot truly know what a living hell it is. We're not like everybody else. We can't just take something and be straight. We have to do it in an overabundance. Or we are in so much psychological and emotional pain that we can't stand ourselves, so we want to numb it. I'm not making excuses. But I am telling you, if you know an addict, they are in pain. Whether it be a prescription narcotic addiction, you know, heroin, any of that, alcohol is a place of pain. And unless they get help and deal with it and they have to want it for themselves, they're never going to stop. And they cannot stop for you because they'll go right back to it. They absolutely have to want that for themselves. I had to want to get clean and repair my relationship with my mom. And yeah, my mom knows about what happened with the heroin overdose. And it broke my heart to tell her because she's already lost the kid. That's not something you want to hear as a parent. I know I would die. So, uh, my mom knows a lot about it. She knows about the stripping I did at 18 to supply my habit. She knows about the dying and coming back. And it has taken over 20 years. And it's a day by day thing. There's sometimes I still, if I smell alcohol, I want to 
drink bad and I stay away from it. There's alcohol in my house, I won't touch it because I know what will happen if I do. And I don't want that ever again. And I'm really iffy on prescription drugs because of being on them and having to detox for three and a half weeks and that was crap. That was worse than the heroin. I can tell you that now. But if you know an addict, be kind, but be firm and tough love. And don't judge because it can happen to you. Exactly. I never thought it would happen to me, ever. And then, you know, I guess an addict attracts addicts. Yes. And if it runs in your family, addiction is an inherited thing. It's an illness. It's a sickness. It's something in our brains that says, ooh, I like that. Let's do more. And it can be anything. And it, it is a vicious, vicious cycle. I mean, it can be literally anything. Exactly. I mean, you Even can, exercise is an addiction. You can be addicted to um, men or women. Or both. Sex. Freaking. It, food. Alcohol. Drugs. Um, you can be addicted to money. To a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. To work. Workaholics. Yeah, I would love to be a workaholic again. <laughs> I miss that money. <laughs> Right? <laughs> I miss being able to just go, hey, we can go here. I've got the money. Don't ever judge somebody because they're an addict. You don't know what hell they're going through. And unless you've walked a mile in their shoes or been a day up in their head, you have no right or place to judge. But you don't have to tolerate their behavior either. Exactly. You can turn around and walk away. You can, if you tried to help, it's not really going to work because um, they've got to realize that they need the help. Yeah. So you have to pretty much wash your hands of it. Turn around and walk away if you can't help. Don't get yourself into it to where they're bringing you down. And you're, you cannot enable them. Yeah, do not enable. Because the more you enable, the, the more, more they will take. Exactly. It took me dying to get off the drugs and it took a drunken... Uh, tumble into a ditch on the side of the road and being videotaped for me to say, oh God, I need to do this. I need to get straight. And it's taken a lot of therapy and counseling to get over the past traumas of my life. There's a lot of things that nobody knows. There's a lot of things I will never tell them because that's just, it's mine. And I have to deal with it, but you, you you just can't judge them and you can't enable them and you cannot save them. They have to want to save themselves. If you know somebody, then you can call a 1-800 number. They yes. have plenty of them that help the um, family deal with the yes. addicts and they have some uh -huh. that maybe the Here addict, they can help the addicts, but you can't do it yourself and you can't do it by yourself here you want some of the ninas so that is what we talked about um no. i hope that it helped anybody you reached anybody and understood anybody um we will be back next week with a different topic and hopefully my sister one of my sisters will be here as a guest she has a lot to say. And she's a preacher, but she's so funny. <laughs> she's a preacher we now. We love her.
She's a preacher now. <laughs> she wanna know is a preacher and she, we love her. She's got she she has a lot she can say because she went from because we were in that life together. So um she went a different way and she found, you know Homie God. Ooh, dude. But anyway, I've gotta go change a butt because he's dirty. But I'll get back to you next week, and I want to just let y'all know if you are dealing with it, please call to get help. Do not deal with it by yourself. You're never alone. Nope. We're not. We're out of here. Bye. Bye.